Good morning, Podheads. This is Dave coming here from Shenango Lake, New York, coming from my happy place, recording outside. So if you hear a couple bird sounds, a couple cars drive by, apologies, but trying something new and recording down at the water today. And we're talking about July 2nd, 2023, night two out of three at Folsom Field, Colorado. What a ripping Sunday show. Let's get into it. Last night's show was the second of three nights at Folsom Field in Boulder, Colorado. For more info on just Boulder in general and then night one's show, please check out the episode that Alex put up uh, yesterday. That was very informative. For this show, I mean, Sunday show, they say never miss a Sunday show, so let's talk about it. Set one, they came on at 6.40 Mountain Time, uh, which is not 7.30 Eastern Time, it's 8.30 Eastern Time. I was seated and headphones on, ready to rock and roll at 7.30, and uh, got a nice surprise that Mountain Time is is another hour back. So it's 6.40 Mountain Time, which was 8.40 Eastern Time. Feel Like a Stranger opener, Brown-Eyed Women, Samson and Delilah, Friend of the Devil, It Hurts Me Too, Ramble on Rose, and then High Time, Into Let It Grow. Just a pretty good, funky start to the show with the Feel Like the Stranger. Kementi was all over it from the drop, and uh, Mayor started to get cooking about two-thirds of the way through, right before the How Would I Know coda. Um, and it was fun to hear O'Teal drop in some some big ordinances right before the the three-note ending of that song. Uh, from some boots on the ground who were who were in the barn, um, shout out to my younger cousins who they were able to attend uh, night one and night two at Boulder. Uh, all the reports that the ramble on Rose was was just excellent, and the highlight of set one. Uh, something we do in our our normal program is the moat vote, which is Ramble on Rose is Alex's sister's favorite song, and we get her input. Uh, Alex's sister was not at the show last night, so I don't have a moat vote for you on the Ramble on Rose, but what I do have is a report from Boots on the Ground that the Ramble on Rose was excellent because John Mayer just took over the song and owned it. The It Hurts Me Too, uh, shout out to my cousin's girlfriend, Gianna, uh, who was also at the show last night. She she told me that this is her favorite uh, Mare Blues song. And so you got your It Hurts Me Too, and and I, I hope you enjoyed it. With the Let It Grow, I kind of was tuning in and out for set one, and then I came back in for the Let It Grow. Just love this crunchy riff to break down the end of the song. Kementi got so weird and so good with it. Um, multiple times on this tour, they have given Kementi space to really jam something weird out in that first breakdown um, before they come back together for the chorus and then they go back into it to end the song. And so I really loved what Kementi did with with the space that they gave him. Um, and that would continue in set two. Set two, they took they ended the set at eight oh one, came back out at eight forty two, came out with They Love Each Other, the fast nineteen seventy three style of They Love Each Other, into China Cat Sunflower, into I Know You Rider, 
and then fire on the mountain into the other one, drums and then space, out of space into the 11, into US blues, and then a morning dew set closer with a ripple encore. All right, so the They Love Each Other set opener. This is a thing now. In the first seven years that this band was touring, I mean six tours, no 2020 tour because of COVID, they played this fast, pre-hiatus, They Love Each Other style one time, and that was in Atlanta in 2021. Now they've played it three times this tour, I believe, with this fast style. They did SPAC night one, they came out with it. Boston night two, I believe, they came out with it. And now this in Folsom night two. They're just owning this fast version. And you wonder how much that factors into the decision-making backstage to, to come out and do it this quick style. They know that they crush it. So, I mean, why not come out and crush it? Uh, as someone who, on this show, on this very microphone, was very vocal about preferring the post-hiatus slowdown version. Um, I, I have to own up to two things here. One, I, I really do like what Dead & Company does with this fast version, and I I think it's such a nice change of pace. And the second is that last night, uh, Gabby came out to the porch where I was listening to the show, and she came out and said, oh, I know this song, quote, but I really like this faster version. Do they do this all the time? End quote. So... There you go. I mean, it's it hurts to admit you're wrong, but I think I was wrong on that one. And this is a little Easter egg teaser for you. Uh, no, we don't just do these Dead & Company shows. We do regular shows about The Grateful Dead too. And our next regular upcoming full-length episode, uh, we're going to talk about the 1973 box set that just got released um, and just a, a be on the lookout for a killer they love each other that's that's in that box set so that's what's to come but anyway back to the show last night uh the mayor solo he does so well when they play this song slow when they play this fast i mean he's just freaking cooking along um and the light show is very cool too um because this is the first song we get the free set preview on youtube and uh this had a beautiful like pink and red fleur-de-lis in the in the background and then china cat sunflower and i know you rider what i'd like to do is just drop in what i said about this band playing these two songs in colorado you know they're gonna play i know you rider in colorado it's got that line that cool colorado rain and the crowd's gonna go nuts and, you know, in prepping for this, I was like, God, are they going to do it night one? Are they going to save it till the end? Are they going to do it for the Sunday show in the middle? What are they going to do? Well, they're not going to do it for the first show. I mean, they just played it last night. I doubt that means they do it for the middle show. I think it's pretty comfortably, I'm comfortable in predicting that China Rider will come out for the final Colorado show on Monday the 3rd. That was me Tuesday of this week. Clearly, I have no idea what I'm talking about because here we are on the middle show on Sunday and they bust out a cat rider. This version, man, Kementi has such a feel for this. He was given a lot of free reign to just go nuts. Uh, 
um, in both halves, in both the China and the Rider. Uh, he delivered an all-timer on the keys in the in the China Cat part, and then Bob kept things classy with some rock-solid vocals and some good playing. Um, near the end of the China the China half, Mare started to really get cooking, and Jay Lane was right there with him every step of the way. Uh, Mare flew around the fretboard, and the transition was pretty smooth, albeit abrupt. Uh, they were in a they were in the midst of a hot china cat jam and then about two measures later they were playing i know you rider so it was a little a little bit of an abrupt ending but it was still really really good playing just everything about the rider half too got amazing after the two minute mark the drummers were extra hot mare kept cooking the entire time and then just like they did in the china half they gave Kementi even more room to go nutso and he delivered um Normally, it's John Mayer turning around to Jay Lane and the two of them kind of getting a feel for how each other are playing and keeping the tempo up. But this time, Kementi was like looking back at Jay Lane and the two of them were communicating through music to to keep the tempo up and, and keep the pace going. Everything about the rider half was like face melting and pristine and with the light show and the crowd cheering during the Colorado rain. It just made for just a, a perfect vibe. It It's hard to talk about definitive versions of songs like China Rider that they've played all the time. But I think what it's safe to say is that this band sent Colorado off with an all-timer of a cat rider. Similar to what Alex talked about the eyes of the world from the set opener of night one, how the rest of the set was good. It just it never quite rose back up to those heights. That's kind of how the rest of this set was for me. After that, China Rider just completely blew me away. Nothing else that they really did, nothing else quite touched that peak that they had worked on at the end of Rider. Uh, but after that, they went into Fire on the Mountain, and two very unique things happened in Fire. O'Teal came out with the bass banjo that he'll use during some drums and space portions, um, and so he played Fire with that. In the back of my mind, that to me, I was like, well, that must mean drums and space is next. And once again, incorrect. Um, on the front of my mind was how hot Kementi kept playing. I mean, he was tearing it up on the organ one measure after the next. He just, he could not miss this whole show. The second thing that just completely caught me off guard and took me by surprise, Mickey Hart, yes, the drummer who doesn't sing, hopped on the mic and rapped the final verse he wrapped the final lyrics i think he was so pumped to be doing it that he ended about a measure too early he didn't know what to do and so he just turned and began to dance to the crowd who of course ate it up and cheered and loved every minute of it um, so those were two two things that completely took me by surprise in fire anytime mickey is singing it's a good time and they did not go into drums and space they went into the other one uh, they got into that groovy molasses jam that they've been pulling out for the other one. This really dissolved into something wild and beautiful before Drums in Space, which came next. And I asked Gabby to sum up Drums in Space in one word, and she said it was groovy. She came in and, and listened to some of the Drums in Space. So so there you go. After Drums in Space, another post-Space 11. This is something they've been doing pretty frequently this tour. And for this particular post-Space 11, this was hands down the fastest of the bunch. 
This was not a, a quick tempo. This was a fast tempo, 11. Like, think 68 and 1969 speed 11s. That's what they were working with last night. At this point in the night, it was it was bedtime on the East Coast, but um, the report from the boots on the ground was that the morning dew set closer was equally mind-melding and, and an excellent way to cap off the set. Okay, that's what they did July 2nd in Colorado. Their band's next show is today, July 3rd, at Folsom Field in Colorado. It's the end of the three-night run, and that means it's time for estimated profits. Based on the last few set lists and few shows, here are Alex's and then mine's selections for two songs that we think Dead & Company are going to play tonight as they bid farewell to Colorado. Alex texted me and he said that for the shows on July 2nd, he picked a couple songs they played in Fenway Night 1. So now he's playing songs that they played in Fenway Night 2. And he's going to lead off with Casey Jones as his first selection. I have the next two. Uh, to be candid, I was going to see if I could do the 4th of July combo of U.S. Blues and Jack Straw. Uh, but they played the U.S. Blues last night, so I'm not going to take that. I will take Jack Straw. And then I think that they're going to do what they kind of did last night and play the other half of some of the pairings that they have been splitting up here in Colorado. Um, last night they played Fire with no Scarlet because they played Scarlet in night one. And same thing with the 11. They played the 11 last night and they had played St. Stephen in night one. So I'm going to take Estimated Profit. They played Eyes of the World in night one um, and haven't played Estimated. So I'm, I think that they're going to rejoin those. And then for Alex's second pick, he's going with Help on the Way. If you'd like to play along and make some picks, let us know on Twitter at WorkingMansPod, Instagram at WorkingMans underscore pod. Uh, you can reply to the Dead & Company subreddit post that's put up, or you can send us an email at WorkingMansPod at gmail.com. That will do it for this episode of DNC in 23. Uh, Alex will be back tomorrow on Independence Day to break down tonight's July 3rd show and, and the, the final show from Colorado. Uh, thanks for joining us, and until next time, know our love will not fade away.